0: welcome to the digital couch a podcast by value first featuring global thinkers and their stories over to your host now
1: okay hello my name is Vi and I'm I'm senior vice president at value first uh, today we have with us Priya priya is head of digital strategy and innovation at Amway priya has been in the industry for more than two decades now as an industry veteran veteran sounds uh, 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 you know, somebody really uh, senior with has spent decades in the industry. Uh, uh, Priya has executed multiple complex projects in multiple industries like FMCG Finance and telecom, telecom as well. We'll hear more from Priya. Also, in her previous stint, Priya was CIO at Godfrey Phillips India. So Priya, hi, welcome to uh, the Digital Couch podcast by Value First. Uh, pleasure to have you with us today. Happy Monday. Uh, Thank
0: you. Thank you Vijay thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, It's a beautiful uh, Monday morning and what a way to start my week. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Great, absolute pleasure and uh, thanks for your time Priya. Uh, I know uh, being a Monday holiday season, being around and especially the weather uh, in Delhi does not allow a lot of things. But thanks for uh, 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 thanks for your time, Priya. So we shall be, you know, beginning with uh, going through your journey over over uh, the last few years. You have taken up different roles and responsibilities in different organizations. Uh, I was going through your LinkedIn profile as well. So pretty, uh, uh, I would say, variety of roles and 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 jobs that you have taken up so would love to hear from uh, you uh, Priya how has it been and you want to talk about your journey so far
0: sure Uh, so um, I am a technologist um, by uh, by heart Um, I I love I love coding I grew up coding so I have a a bachelor's degree in computer science Um, and those were the days when computers was just coming into India Um, you know not to give away my age but I started working uh, on C, C++, and you know, and those were the days when people were really getting really excited about what this computer is all about and what it's going to do to the to the corporate world. Um, So, uh, with a lot of excitement and with a lot of energy, I kind of drove into this, and thankfully, this really—I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed my journey uh, navigating through, I, I guess I grew up with the technology field in India. Um, I, I worked here at, at in a lot of different organizations, actually hard coding, uh, coding, hard coding, C, C++, Java. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of these languages. And so that's how I kind of understood what technology is all about, what it can do for corporates. Um, I, I got married and I moved to the US and that was another, amazing chance that I got to understand um, how the Western world works. Again, I did a lot of uh, coding and I kind of grew into a project management, program management role there, but I never uh, let go of my, you know, the inquisitiveness that you get when you're trying to code something, when you have a problem to solve and and you have to kind of figure your way out in, in the best possible way and the easiest possible way for the customer. So that's the part that really excites me. About technology and the technology solutions. Um, one of the things that I learned in the U.S. was to be an SME of something. It's it's unlike you know I I I always give this example that when in the U.S. you grow vertically in your field, in in India you grow horizontally, which is basically you ha- you get to test everything related to technology. But um, but you know uh, in the U.S. you kind of are a master of your field. So I I learned that there. Came back, you know, in in 2009 to India. Um, uh, Started with a company called Indus Towers here in in Burgaon. Again, amazing opportunity because they had just, the company was just created in 2008. And they were trying to figure out what technology they should bring in, what they should implement, where they should automate, uh, what should be prioritized first. What kind of partners should they be partnering with? So an amazing learning opportunity, I think at Industar was I got, and I got to uh, kind of head uh, various different uh, technologies, applications basically ranging from ERP to you know, front-facing technologies to middleware, um, with a huge team. So I kind of got my hands dirty with vendor management, with contracting, with SLAs, um, you know not just um, hardcore technology. And uh, from there, I moved on to uh, Godfrey Phillips. Again, I started as a applications person. Um, you know, I have had a seven-year journey there. It was an amazing journey. Did a lot of different things from enterprise solutions to front-facing solutions to sales and marketing automation, data lake implementation, uh, small, simple uh, customer-facing um, solutions like expense management, management. Um, which was basically something when I joined the company, they didn't really have expense. And this is 2012. Uh, And we used to kind of go to the accounts function with a, I remember a pink color slip and would have written all the expenses on it and stand in line and get the money, which was, you know, and and that that was a time and I thought, you know, (laughs) technology has to help. Um, Got a chance, got elevated to being the CIO. So got a chance to get into hardware, security, um data, a lot of data uh, implementations. Um, and from there I, I think in the last few years um, digital as a function has started and to my mind, digital is all about customer, it's all about consumer. How do you bring people, process and technology together uh, to create solutions which work for me as a consumer? So that's something that was really exciting to me because uh, like I said in the beginning itself, for me, technology was all about creating easy, seamless solutions for the customer. So I kind of was a full circle coming back to this role in Amway. And yeah. um, that's, that's where I am kind of right now.
1: Lovely. Very nice to hear your professional journey so far. And, you know, uh, being in technology sector, this brings me to the next uh, uh, Topic or yeah of discussion, which is women in tech. Uh, we we know this has been, uh, uh, been taken up as an initiative as well by multiple organizations and individuals and industry influencers and leaders. Uh, well, uh, I I can see this happening around us. Not <clears throat> not only now, but for a long time that women in technology uh, have been. Uh, 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 participating and contributing a lot more uh, or uh, at a very higher rate as compared to any other industry that we would have experienced or seen so uh, how do you what is your opinion what do you what's your take on it how do you think women are breaking this barrier being uh, you know uh, women in tech especially and then what's your approach uh, towards creating a gender balanced uh, team
0: so I think um, there, we've come a long way, but there's a really long way that we still have to go. Um, if you look at in, at any boardroom, if you look at any leadership um, meeting, you hardly see women. You, you, you know, It's not even, forget 50%, we're not even 10, 20%. Uh, you go to an, any of the big conferences and you hardly see any women. And, and the few that are usually talk about uh, why. You know, um, there are a lot of women, if you go to um, the technology companies, there are a lot of women that you see, um, which who are there at junior and middle level, I want to say even middle level, there's a lot of them. But for some reason, um, we kind of tend to not uh, reach the boardroom, very few of us reach the boardroom. And that is the, the thing that we need to crack going forward. Um, I think um, women, as women, we put a lot of pressure upon ourselves to do the very best that we can. And that sometimes kind of uh, doesn't work out for us. We don't ask for help. We don't, um, you know, reach out to people um, to, to kind of align with them. And that's that's what I, I feel um, is something that we have to work on. Um, for me, I think um, I've been lucky. I've had a support system at home. I've had really great mentors throughout my career, and I think I, I really do believe that luck had a lot of part to play in it. Uh, because you know, um, I, I never had to fight with my parents to get uh, professionally educated. I never had a husband who would, you know, kind of expect um, fresh cooking and all that stuff from me. Or I, I, I met such amazing mentors in my professional life who always, um, you know, were there, had my back. Uh, right from Times of India uh, to to uh, I mean I had really amazing bosses in the, in the US and then when I came back even even in India so I mean I, I I think that's the kind of support that we have to give to women who are trying to come up and and that's the kind of support system that that women need the other thing that I think we have to do is we have to change this mindset of uh, diversity and inclusion is a woman problem it's not a woman problem it it, it is a Common corporate problem. So I, I remember I was one of in one of the sessions where I kind of went up to this person and I said we need to do something to educate people about inclusion. We have to, um, you know, kind of create a. How do we create a gender balance team? And he said that's not a problem. Uh, you know, you can have a session with all the women in the company and kind of uh, tell them what gender balance is all about. So if that is the mindset that we are going with, then that that's a problem. So. The first thing that we have to do is create a support system for women, so that it's easier, uh, you know, uh, not just policies, but a real um, setup where women uh, get opportunities to come up. And the second is this mindset of this is a woman problem, and it has to it has to kind of um, become bigger. This this conversation, this dialogue, has to become bigger, uh, because I mean it's a proven fact that uh, if you have more women in projects, if you have more women in leadership. The output, financial and output is impacted. It's a better financial output for the company, 20 to 30% better. So it's a proven, I mean, there are numbers out there. Uh, so it's a no-brainer for people to actually look at uh, these things. Uh, for me, I think um, I kind of try to, whenever there's a profile, I kind of create an inclusive profile. Uh, it starts from there. The gen- job description needs to be inclusive. It can't really you know, um, be overtly, uh, you know you need men for this job there's nothing that uh, that's a men or a women job anymore uh, in our in my current organization we have women in manufacturing which was even unheard of 10 years ago so i think we've already done a lot but obviously we, there's a lot more that needs to happen and i'm sure with time that's also going to happen
1: right right i think uh, we have a long way to go uh, but uh, I think it's 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 just by by talking about it is not going to help. There has to be a very thoughtful approach by uh, each company organization's leaders. Uh, otherwise, it's just a good to uh, talk about uh, topic or you know it just just becomes another hashtag. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah uh, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, just having policies which are inclusive doesn't really help. It has to be implemented. It has to be you know fiercely implemented. Uh, the way that we do a lot of other uh, uh, other policies. These are policies that we have to, and uh, you know, b- one of the things that Amway really drives is gender inclusiveness. So, uh, you know, so I, I'm again a lot of things that I've re- uh, learned from my current organization. But you know, o- outside of Amway as well, I see a lot of uh, positivity around this happening. But like I said, there's a lot more that we need to do. We need to talk about it a lot more. We hardly hear people talking about women in tech or gender inclusivity or, or you know, um, like you said, uh, gender balance teams. We don't hear people talk about it as much. So, there's a lot of uh, communication that needs to happen on these topics as well. I feel. Yeah,
1: completely agree. Now, uh, talking about mindsets, we have seen uh, last eight 10 months, uh, you know, uh, uh, talking of uh, business transformations and digital transformations uh <clears throat> you've seen the industry evolve digitally and then of course you know everything got speeded up due to covid uh what has been your thought process uh, while embracing change and uh, you know these changes that you would want to mention or talk about it uh, in the discussion uh what has what what do you think priya
0: so I think um, you're right. I think uh, uh, you know there was a, in the beginning when COVID hit. Um, one of the memes that was going around was uh, COVID did for digital industry what we uh, you know COVID did for IT industry in one year that we we couldn't do in ten years. So I think at some level, if we think about it, it actually has happened. I mean we've been we've been uh, we've actually seen things progress at lightning speed. Uh, which we were even not even thinking about like work from home for example i remember we'd had this conversation a while back in one of the organizations that i'm working on and people were really not open to it you know so but now then we we did, when we, did, we didn't have a choice we quickly embraced and all the the whole organization from the top to the bottom embraced these um, kind of policies uh, social distancing in india can you imagine in offices you have to stand 6 feet apart but now when it was made to do, you would, you could see um, how these things are evolving. So I think um, not just that, uh, in, in manufacturing, one of the things that has happened is there are applications that have come up, which, are, which regulate your social distancing. I don't think ever we had thought about these kind of solutions that were coming, that would come up. So it, it is really amazing to see the way that we've, we've you know, a growth mindset, we, we cannot let our business suffer maybe in the beginning of a few weeks months uh, we did it took us a little bit of time to get adopted but i think everyone that i speak to um, uh, in the industry or everyone in business that i speak to the first thing that is in their mind is we cannot let business suffer and for us to be to work as usual in the uh, t- trying times that we've had the only way that we can do is uh, you know have a growth mindset a digital mindset and look at things differently for example, uh, I'll give you an example. In, in Amway, uh, one of the big things that we have is training. You know, um, we, we train our distributors because we are a direct selling business. There is a lot of distributors that we we have to train about the product, about, you know, the ingredients in the product, what new things are happening. And these primarily used to happen offline. So we used to book a huge conference room and lots and lots of people would come in and we would have these amazing people stand on stage and talk about the product and then scientists would come and a lot of different things would happen. Um, And COVID hit March of 2019, COVID hit and everything just vanished. So within days, I want to say the whole training was moved online using first Zoom and then Teams. And, and today, I mean, I don't think we are ever going to go back to offline training at all now. I mean, it doesn't make sense for us to go back to offline training. Product launches, for example, we'd never thought about launching a product um, in the virtual world. But in June 2019, we launched our mobile app, a commerce mobile app, and we launched it virtually. And we had people all across the world join in the call. The call. Uh, we had uh, 4,000, 5,000 distributors on the call. And we launched our mobile app. We had every single change management done across the mobile app, the trainings around the mobile app, the usage of mobile, everything that happened, uh, we did it in the, you know, and this is all because we all realize that it's possible to do. We can't really stop business from happening. Um, another example was we launched a chatbot. Uh, again, uh, same time duration. The whole thing worked the same thing. Chatbot is, I mean, commerce is still, mobile app is still for distributors who you can still control. But chatbot is for customers, right? So anybody can come in. It had to be made simple. But then again, it had to be launched. It had to be communicated around. So I think uh, a lot of new ideas and a lot of new things that came up uh, during COVID are here to stay now. I don't think we are ever going to go back Uh, to the previous pre-COVID way of working and this change in uh, mindset uh, is going to drive a lot more things. It's it's going to make things efficient. Uh, It has already told the non-technical people the power of technology. So I think these things are going to really make a big impact going forward and we just have to make sure that we have the acceptance that we need for these different kinds of solutions
1: yeah yeah i'm i'm very sure of that and i hope this is giving you the results that you were always uh, looking for uh, at a substantially significantly uh, less costs because of the the technology uh yeah i'd i'd also like to speak about marketing automation uh, i mean a concept that you know we all are aware of and we also are you uh, also know that some of the industries, uh, some of the brands have been leaders or you know, leaders in the market in adopting these tools and technologies. If you talk about automating your marketing communications, then personalized way of communicating and one-on-one triggers, cross-channel marketing, multi-channel marketing, each channel talking to each other, uh, data being centralized, then realizing everyone knows the importance of data, but still we have seen often marketers are struggling with uh centralizing their data or or storing their data or creating those cohorts or or insights built on data though like i said we all know how important it is but the adoption is is very slow last six months things have changed but what do you think uh, priya in your opinion uh, uh, overall as an industry or marketers as a or, or as a as a marketer, as a fraternity, tech tech leader ecosystem, how would these these cross-channel or automation marketing tools will change the way brands and consumers talk? So it's good that brands are adopting, but you know consumers have a different way of looking at things. So what what's your take on that?
0: Yeah, so I think this is this is of lately become my most favorite topic, Vijayan, actually. Um, you know, whenever, um, I think two years ago, uh, data used to be the one that we used to always keep talking about. You know, we have to collect data, we have to streamline data, we have to map data, we have to kind of try to create insights from data, we have to, you know, database decisions. These were the words about two years ago, two, three years ago, I remember, when we used to, all we used to talk about was this. Um since I moved to the digital, I think, and I think I, as a technologist, we don't really realize or we don't understand um, the pains of the consumer. So I, when I moved to um, digital strategy, uh, the first thing that I try to understand is not from a corporate perspective. We call ourselves the the uh, the uh, consumer uh, you know advocates we have to kind of look at everything that we do from a consumer lens and then see if it works or not. It's no longer about technology. It's no longer about, uh, you know, what you can implement. It's no longer about corporate guidelines. It, 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 everything has to be looked at from a consumer uh, angle. That is one. Second thing is uh, the last 10, 11 months, the, the commerce has moved online. It is not that now you can control the experience of a person who comes to your shop and somebody can walk up to them and say, you know, look at this product, it's good and we can talk about that product to them. Everything moving online is now, you know, the the customer is expecting a lot more from online commerce. The the things that you were able to show, the, the look and feel that you were able to show to him offline, the information that you were able to give to him online, the personal connect that you were able to create with him offline, has has to move, everything has to move online now and it has to be made really, really simple for a customer to be able to absorb these things. So that's where I think marketing automation or the brand language or, you know, customer management, relationships management or whatever you want to call it, this these tools come into the picture. Because I think the biggest thing that has happened is customer is looking for, a lot more personalization than they were looking for as a customer. I, I want what I want to see on your website. I don't really want, I don't care if you're selling five different brands. I need, if I am a loyal, loyal customer, or I'm a customer of a certain brand, I would like you to communicate to me only about that brand. And the only way that I can do that is if, you know, internally I have, like you said, a platform where I, I know what who the customer is, where he's coming from, what is his shopping behavior. Then I understand when does he buy, what does he buy. And then I can kind of talk to that person in in the language that he understands or, or, or on a platform that he visits um, uh, uh, related to that brand. And that's when we call it a loyalty cycle. The loyalty cycle starts again. So from commerce to loyalty, the commerce to loyalty. So I think, uh, to my mind, this is the biggest challenge that we have to solve for going forward. Um, we have to start understanding the customer we have to have a uh, we have to start with a customer platform where we have all these insights, all this information about a customer. then we have to use this customer platform to communicate to the consumer in the language that he look uh, he talks in and the platform that he's already about. I mean a few years ago, Uh, a.com b.com c.com was the story of the world now with you know these uh, uh, whatsapp going commerce way paytm having a huge mall i mean i don't want to go to your a.com anymore unless i'm a loyal customer i don't want to go to your uh, a.com so i would rather go to these platforms where uh, you know i i shop not just your for your product for somebody else's product and then Uh, the company kind of understands what is happening and uh, and converts that sale. So, I mean, it's getting trickier by the day, but I think it's getting really important for us to understand, manage marketing uh, automation, uh, you know, spend some time and energy on it, understand what the consumer and customer wants and kind of try to create a story around um, what the consumer needs are so that you know, we get the consumer back to our platform and start for for us to have a loyalty story around him. I think, I mean, it's going to be one of those hot topics uh, of of tomorrow. And I I, I think, I mean, for us, it's one of the things that we are going to be spending a lot more uh, energy on, a lot more resources on. Um, This is, you know, even simple things as, uh, sending personalized emails to our consumers and then being able to track it. what the uh, are these mails getting opened? Uh, you know how much time are they sending on these uh, emails? What content is being read? what content is working? on social commerce, for example, uh, the amount of content that we put out is amazing. But then what content is working? what is not working? Uh, where where does the consumer engage? all these things uh, the measurement of it all the personalization of it all uh, you know that's that's i think that i think is going to be something that we we at least we will be talking about a lot and as an industry also uh, we will be concentrating a lot the technology and marketing have to come together to be able to solve for this problem
1: yeah absolutely i was a part of uh, a, a an industry report being launched by mobile marketing association just just uh, last week or the week before that so there uh, uh, one of the findings was that 80 percent marketers will be increasing their spend on marketing technology or at least automating their marketing communications uh, in increasing their existing budgets by 10 to 30 percent in that range and you know uh, ultimately uh, Towards the end of the conversation, I really love this quote from Rajiv, who uh, heads business at Z5. Uh, he said that, uh, automate everything you can, but humanize everything you can. So it's it's like that. Uh, so while we uh, uh, definitely have seen uh, a lot of things have changed in the last six to eight months, and uh, I have a firsthand experience. Uh, of knowing this for or our clients on behalf of our clients who were earlier kind of, you know, uh, uh, working a lot of their communication channels were working in silos. Uh, uh, when, whenever we used to have a discussion around automation or multi-channel or cross-channel uh, communication, it was always, uh, it, it was never a priority uh, uh, one for them. There were other priorities. Yes, it was there in their roadmap, but I think everything has just been, uh, been, it's uh, it's it's it, it's like uh, it's been uh, it's happening now. Like uh, who would have expected? Uh, we did not uh, yeah. because we can see the impact on the, the the business as well that we are generating as a company or as a business unit. So yeah. So on, 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 it's
0: also it's also the fact that marketing and technology have been so separate uh, till now, at least in 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 corporate world. And I'm not talking about the niche or the tech smart companies or the born in tech, uh, tech uh, era companies. I'm talking about, you know, companies who've been 20, 30, 40, 50 years old. Uh, the, the marketing and the technology teams have been completely separate. The, 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 the closest that the two came together was when, you know, you wanted to put some content, digital marketing came into being and you wanted to put some content on social media or whatever yes uh, and i think that is the biggest problem that we have to solve for how do we make marketing technology enabled and how do we make digital marketing enabled how do we under explain brand to a digital uh, person and how do we explain technology to a marketing person the day that these two tum- come together we've actually solved for this because the problem is understood by both it's just that we are t- speaking different languages
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and it's very surprising in, in today's world. I mean, we are living in very different uh, things have changed so much in last uh, five years, and then last eight months, and then before that, last decade. But surprisingly, uh, one of the uh, 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 big airlines that I know of, uh, their marketing and technology functions uh, are working independent of each other. Uh, and there is there is so much that they can do but very surprising to see that uh, i mean uh, i can see the immediate impact on uh, the business loss we don't even we can't even calculate or even make a guess how much would that be if they were uh, if they started using uh integrated marketing technology uh, tools or platforms yeah so on a on a on, on a personal front, Priya, what would be uh, the first thing that you are planning after things get normal? What's your uh, checklist?
0: I I, I think uh, you know very sound, very cliched, but just get my kids and my my husband go and meet my parents. That would be amazing to do, <laughs> you know, or go out for a movie or or a, or a, or a, just a walk where you don't have to kind of worry about who is walking next to me, who is. Who is not wearing a mask <laughs> who is coughing that would be nice but yeah I think these are the times that we live in
1: <laughs> absolutely absolutely who would have thought yeah all right great uh, Priya love talking to you and uh, on behalf of the entire uh, first uh, team wanted to thank you for your time you have a lovely week ahead
0: thank you thank you vijay thank you I really appreciate you um, having me here and and uh, looking forward to a lot of uh, nice nice podcasts and content from you and a lot of learnings from you as well thank you so much thanks for tuning into this episode we hope you found it useful do write to us at the digital couch at vfirst.com for any suggestions to know more about value first visit www.vfirst.com see you in our next episode till then keep spreading joy